Well, now, friends, uh, the next few minutes here, we, uh, we're going to hear from, from our friends, the Stoddards from Guatemala. Uh, and I, I think probably they don't need much of an introduction. They, many of you all have known them for many years. Some of you all, like me, uh, you, you are just getting to know the name Stoddard and becoming familiar with the work that they're doing. But they're going to introduce to us some of what they're doing and give us an update. So thank you all very much for coming. Definitely a privilege uh, to be back at Grace Church. Whenever we come back, it feels like we're coming back home. Uh, based on the fact that last night uh, I was mentioning uh, that a lot of people here probably do not know us or the background that uh, who where we come from, that it would probably be good to give a, an update on on our past lives and and what God has done uh, in us. And, there, and then spe speaks more specifically to the work that we are doing right now in, in Guatemala. Actually, uh, may not seem like it, but I became a member of Grace Church 41 years ago. So it's our relationship with Grace Church is a longstanding one. And uh, 39 years ago, Grace Church sent me out as a single missionary to Peru for two years. And I spent that time in Peru really getting a better vision on what God would have me do as a as a missionary and I came back to the states and got some seminary training and started getting ready to to head out to uh, another field but in while I was here in in Roanoke in, in those first years uh, Diana was in Haiti as a missionary for almost five years and after I came back from Peru and some other things that I did Somehow, God just sort of sovereignly worked to, together there for us to uh, get to know each other. And we got married in 1984 and sent, and we went out to Colombia, South America as missionaries together. So we spent 22 years in, in Colombia uh, where we raised our three children. Uh, I think some of you might have uh, seen uh, about month and a half ago or two months ago when our son Jason was here and gave a little update on what he's been doing in Dallas, Texas and his relationship here with Grace Church as well. But uh, so we're basically over uh, all these years, God has been working in, in different ways in our lives. And uh, in night, let's see if I try to figure it, uh, well, 2007, it was decided to uh, shut down the missionary work, at least as far as team was concerned in Colombia, South America, and so we began to wonder, okay, where does God want us to serve now after spending 22 years there, mostly in church uh, development work, uh, raising up leadership in the, in the various churches that we were in, in Colombia, but now what are we going to do? In God's sovereignty, he uh, directed us to go to Guatemala, where we have been for the last 11 years. And so during this last 11 years, we've been able to see how God used the 22 years in Colombia to prepare us to work at the seminary in Guatemala City, uh, which uh, I'll describe a little bit with a little bit more detail all the different aspects that we do at the seminary. 
But I wanted to give a little bit of background uh, on uh, our relationship with Grace Church, that for 39 years, Grace Church has been supporting me in, in, in mission work, and then uh, both of us and when, after we got married. So it's, we have a, a long-standing <laughs> relationship with Grace Church, and we really appreciate all the prayers and support that's been given to us over these uh, many years. Uh, at this time, Diane is going to come and, and speak a little bit about one of her main ministries that she does, all that has her hands in a lot of other things too, but to talk a little bit more about uh, her work with what? <laughs> in those last, well, first of all, there's a couple of pictures of the grandkids, had to include those, and other than that, I'm not going to talk through the pictures. They'll just keep going. <laughs> but um, in those last months in Colombia, once you know, God opened the door to Guatemala, we started praying. I started praying about what God would have me do. I'd been following Dave around for 22 years and was headed out the second time with to Guatemala as an empty nester. And I didn't want to just follow Dave. I needed, at that point in my life, something that was particular. And I'd been dabbling in puppets for years, and it seemed to be the point where, you know, maybe that's what God would have us do, have me do, particularly. Dave helps me in it, it's not just me, but so, it, it, it just seemed to be, well, maybe there's seminary students that have a little bit of time on their hands and we can do puppets. And, and God opened that door and Grace Church sent us off with a sound system that we're still using. It was just absolutely wonderful. We were talking about DeRay about it last night and he was, it was his recommendation, I think probably in part his instigation that we left with the sound system. And, it's just so essential to puppetry. Yeah, I mean, I just love the puppets, but, but the puppets are not an end in themselves. They're a means, a tool. And we have a team that does shows, but also my team has learned not only to do shows, but they all are very capable at teaching others how to use puppets. And so my vision isn't just for what this little team does for the few shows that we manage to do in Guatemala City or around the country, because they're all very busy. They're all university students. Yeah. Today, it's much broader than just a handful of Sateca students, they're coming from different means. They're all university students in other places at this point, but God continues to use them. But because my vision is broader, we started doing videos and we have a series of videos on sexual abuse prevention available on YouTube in Spanish because sexual abuse is rampant in Guatemala, in Latin America. It's bad here, but it's probably 10 times worse there. Um, so 
you know, God laid that issue on my heart. And then we've done a series of videos on how to make puppets. And that's available on YouTube. I send out manuals a, a couple of times a day at this point over a period of three years now. So you, you figure out how many manuals that is. But it's just something we send out with the patterns and some instructions. We got, got an email one day from Cuba. And this guy says, you know, you're pretty famous in Cuba. <laughs> I've never been to Cuba. <laughs> but um, because of the manuals, there are churches there that are being able to make their puppets. And sometimes it's the picture just went by of another man that has his puppet in his hand. And he came to me and he says, I've been doing puppetry and I've known him for a while. Um, but my puppet's getting really old. Can you make me a new one? <laughs> so I was able to provide him with a new puppet, virtually you know, pretty close to what his old one was. He didn't want to lose the persona, but um, so I was able to do that puppet for him. And so the ministry has been much, much more than just a little bit we've been able to do locally but I have puppets in everywhere from Canada to Argentina at this point and Spain being actively used in ministry and, and ecology and teaching other kinds of things as well but it's all about the kids <laughs> it's all about God's kingdom anyway I brought one along She doesn't have a name yet, but she probably will before I get back home. And she was so cute. I was I was gonna sell her, but no way. <laughs> but so God continues to supply, and the sale of puppets means we can buy whatever equipment we need. Um, sometimes when there aren't offerings for shows, we give offerings to the the puppeteers anyway. That it pays for our travel around the country. So the, the ministry itself is really self-supporting. Not my salary, but <laughs> anyway, thanks. Thanks so much. A little bit about the seminary that we work with. It's, uh, it's a little bit unique in, in many ways because when we think of the seminaries here in the United States, we think of seminaries, right? I mean, <laughs> think of uh, master degrees and doctorate degrees and MDivs and all these other kind of degrees. The, the seminary there in Guatemala uh, not only has master degrees and doctorate degrees, but they also and bachelor degrees, but they also have a whole section in the, in the seminary that's for people who have never gotten a high school diploma. And so they can't go into those higher uh, levels of education, but they come and study at Sateca in the programs that we, we teach in. Uh, so we, there's an actual uh, division in the seminary that's a center for leadership ministry. And we have uh, anywhere up to 400 or 450 students that come on campus on a weekly basis 
to study at the seminary who don't have the qualifications necessarily to go on into the higher levels of, of training. But it's also been really interesting to see some of the students that I had eight or nine years ago who studied with, with us in our level. They got their high school diploma and are now in the university level of study there at Sateca as well. So they've progressed through eight years, you know, been studying there at the seminary. So we, it's been a, a really a unique case for us to study or to teach at this seminary and this level. Uh, they, we have uh, a variety of uh, ways that people can study. There's what we call Pastor's Monday, that on Monday we have anywhere between uh, 100, 120 different uh, men and maybe 30 or 40, 50 women that come in a, in a separate group that come on Monday mornings to be taught two different courses uh, each Monday morning. And these are pastors and lay leaders uh, that um, some of them might have higher degree levels, but some of them are people who only got as much of education as third or fourth or fifth grade education that are coming. And they are pastors of churches or they're leaders of churches. They teach in their different churches, but they don't have the qualifications to, to study at the higher level at the seminary. So it's a, it's a great way for us to be able to uh, minister to these people who are, everybody that we teach are, are basically local in the sense that uh, they come from churches in the outlying areas of Guatemala City and, and somewhat even outside the city. But uh, in comparison to the uh, uh, bachelor degrees and master's in, in theology classes that we have people coming from a, a variety of countries around the world. At any given year, we usually have up to 22 to 25 different uh, nationalities represented in the, the seminary that are studying from the different countries uh, from as far south as, you know, South America, all the way up to even some people that come from the United States to study there at Seteca as well. So they, we have a, a big variety of, of types of students that come from different areas of the world to, to study, and then many of them are going out uh, either as missionaries to other countries as well as going, some of them going back to their home areas to be uh, pastors of churches in, in that way. Uh, one of the subdivisions of our program that we have there at Sateca are what we call our, our extension books. They're uh, Bible study books. We have about 44 different titles of, of books that we uh, are producing on a constant basis so that uh, churches can use them in study school class or they can use them in Bible studies, at home Bible studies. They use these books in, uh, in a, a Bible institute in their church. Uh, they can use them just about any way that they want, uh, these books that are, are being produced for, by the seminary. And I'm in charge of, of those books, which means uh, making sure that we always have books available and getting them printed when we run out and, and editing some of them uh, and even writing some of them have been able to do some of that as well. So that's been one of our, our biggest uh, uh, challenges in the last, uh, well, I guess I've been involved in that now for the last three years in, in, uh, in these extension books that we use. Another aspect of the extension books is that we have what we call 
uh, authorized teachers because we can't go out to all these different churches around the, the country and be the teachers for them. So we authorize certain people to be uh, teachers of these books. So they take these books and they, they teach them to their students and uh, then they turn in the grades that the students have gotten so that they can get a diploma from the seminary, basically at a ministerial uh, level, not because it, none of the diplomas that we give out are, are of higher education. They're all basically for, on a ministerial uh, level of, of training. We have uh, people, some in different countries, one of our, our biggest supporters of, of this training is actually in Miami. She, uh, this lady has like 10 or 11 or 12 different extensions in, in Ohio and she has them in Tennessee and she has them in Florida uh, where she is actually using 100% these extension books and training uh, people to uh, through these books and then we give them diplomas uh, to keep them motivated and wanting to study. And so it's been really interesting to see how many people are studying these books in, in this way as well. So it's a, a varied ministry in many, many ways when we think about all the different areas of, of ministry at the seminary that we can have to train people uh, both uh, on the level that where they come to the seminary to be taught on uh, our two main uh, teaching days are, are Mondays and Saturdays. So people who uh, don't work on Mondays will come on Mondays and those who can on, come on Saturday to study and we have these programs that are going on at, at that level for them during, the, during those two days. And uh, both Diane and I help teach in, in, that, in those uh, uh, different classes that are offered every, uh, every year. Um, what else? <laughs> uh, one of the things that have been interesting, uh, Diana was re reminding me too, when because of we have these different people that are teaching outside of the city, we had uh, uh, one guy giving a testimony that uh, he's teaching all these uh, different pastors. What's really amazing sometimes is that they are actually pastors that are studying these courses because they've never had any kind of theological training before they became a pastor. And so they're, they're studying these books and they're coming from different denominations, different groups of uh, people. And, and this one pastor said, well, now that I've studied this book, uh, these books, I'm trying to think, well, how am I going to go back to my church and tell them I've been teaching them wrong all these years? <laughs> so... <laughs> And then we just recently, a week, about a week ago, we made a trip uh, down to the, the coastal area of Guatemala just to graduate seven uh, students that were, had been studying in, in down there. And I just thought, well, you know, they're probably pe people from the church that wanted to study. And we get down there and find out that, but I think... Uh, maybe six out of the seven that were graduating from the most basic uh, study program that we have with these extension books were actually pastors. <laughs> they, were, they had their churches and they were pastoring, but they had had really no training of any, any kind. So it's amazing how these books are being used in, in so many different areas of, of Guatemala. It's, some people are using them outside of Guatemala, but 
we have the difficulty of trying to uh, ship books out of Guatemala. It's not an easy thing to do, and it's pretty expensive. So uh, only if somebody's traveling and, and able to take the books do, do they get to other countries outside of Guatemala. But we probably, you know, uh, have more than a hundred thousand books that go out from Seteca every year to different places to for people to use these books. So it's a it's a huge ministry that's. Uh, been going on at Seteca for 50 years. Uh, last year, we actually celebrated the 50-year anniversary of, of these books that had been started uh, by uh, somebody else uh, 50 years ago. So we really are grateful to the Lord for the possibility of, of continuing this ministry that in spite of all the new technologies, in spite of uh, all the things that are available, these books are still being readily used in, in so many different churches and uh, giving them sound doctrine from the seminary uh, for them to, to use. Uh, I don't know if you have some things. <laughs> what, what kind of things might, uh, uh, for some of you that uh, um, may not have known more of our ministries and what we've done in, in the past to get a, a feel for what we're doing in the seminary, uh, Guatemala is, is the total opposite from Iraq, you know, <laughs> in the sense that we have, uh, they, they talk about 40 or 50 percent Christian or 40, 50 percent evangelical even involved, though that different uh, groups are included in that, that, those figures. But we are seeing that so many of the Christians that are growing up as Christians in, the, in the, their local evangelical church that really do not have a good grasp of what the gospel message is. They, they are Christian, like maybe here in the United States, people call themselves Christian, but in name only. You know, they, they go to the Christian church, they, they uh, and, uh, go faithfully, but uh, you ask them what the gospel message is and they really don't know how to, to express it. So it, although we, we have a huge pr uh, Christian presence in Guatemala, there, the need for theological training is greater than ever in Guatemala to be able to get some of these uh, pastors who just decide that I, I received a call from God to become a pastor and he opens up his garage and starts a church and uh, with no absolute, no background in any kind of theological training at all. So it's, uh, it's there's a big, huge need there. Uh, I guess uh, thinking of scripture verses, uh, uh, the uh, the motto the, of the seminary uh, there in, in Guatemala is taken from Second Timothy chapter two, verse two, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. And we really feel that that's uh, our specific ministry in, in Guatemala is to be able to train uh, these leaders so that they can go out and train others as well. And that way we feel like we are really multiplying our ministry in Guatemala. Uh, many of the pastors and leaders will talk about uh, wanting to take our, our notes and teach them in their church. So what they hear on Monday morning, the next Sunday, they're preaching in their church. I hope that they're, 
we're giving them the right stuff because they're going to be teaching it to a whole bunch of other people. And so we want to be really faithful in, in giving uh, the true gospel message and, and theology uh, to these people so that they, uh, they will share it with others and train others in their own, own churches as well. Again, I don't know if there's uh, other more pertinent questions that, uh, that people might have uh, that we're not really... <laughs> Uh, on the back there. <laughs> For people who want to study? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a very interesting question because knowing that most of the pastors have not had any kind of theological training at all, I mean, they just... They might be preaching what they hear on the radio or, or, or other things like that, uh, and yet they feel no need for it. Or we have a lot of pastors who, okay, I've taken a, a one year or two years or something of training, and I don't need anything else. Uh, they figure, well, that's, that's good enough. Uh, so getting people motivated to want to study is one of the uh, biggest uh, challenges that exists in Guatemala uh, to, uh, to get them to want to study and come uh, to Sateca to, to be trained as well. Or any, anything else? We're really grateful for the students that do want to study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so many other churches will say, wow, now that you've been studying there, uh, we see that your your preaching is so much better, so much different than, than it was before. That's those kind of uh, testimonies always uh, warm our hearts. Uh, say, okay, good, we we are uh, uh, meeting our goal and and training these uh, people as they go out and, and teach. Anything else? Let's, uh, before we, we sing together, let's, let's pray for the Stoddards and for the ministry there. And, uh, and thank you all very much for being willing to come and share with us and for the work that you've been doing there. I, I mentioned uh, to Mr. Stoddard last night, he's been a member here at Grace Church for 41 years, and I'm 37 years old. So his history here is much longer than mine. But, Let's, uh, let's, let's pray for them and for their ministry. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for the means that you use to make the truth known. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ that the knowledge of your glory might shine forth in the face of your Son. We thank you, O oh God, for uh, the means through which your word has been been carried all over the world and from generation to generation. And we ask you, Lord, that you would continue that work of your word being carried throughout uh, the nation of Guatemala, the whole region of the world, and that you would use the labors of our brother and sister for that purpose. We do pray, Lord, that, that those who, who identify themselves as Christians and yet do not have a vital understanding of the gospel, 
Lord, that, that you would awaken them and you would deliver them. We pray that you would use uh, our sister's ministry and the many students that labor with her. To that end, we pray that you'd use our brother's ministry and the, the resources that they are working on and distributing. We pray that you'd use all of these, these various facets of ministry in order to make the truth of Jesus Christ known. We pray that you would strengthen them for the work that they're doing there. We pray that you would encourage them. And we thank you, God, for their faithful labors. We thank you that we can talk about decades of their relationship with this church. And we pray that there would be many more like them. Thank you for your great patience with us, Lord, and your faithfulness to us. And thank you for helping us today. Thank you for answering our prayers and blessing us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.